of November 2018, Sunday, 6.31pm. My name is James and this is Slopfest. We're back, back with another weekly dose of weirdness. New microphone this week, let me know how it sounds, at Slopfest Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. What the fuck is this show about? Uh, This show takes two to three people from weird news stories or misconnections and tries to understand what's going on and what are the motivations of the people involved. We then pit their stories against each other and find ourselves a winner because it's all about who's out here doing it weirder. Before we jump into this episode, I just want to really quickly say that their website is up, slopfestpod.com. Go check it out if you're interested in seeing images, artwork, more in-depth show notes, and you can also listen to the episodes there as well. Our first story this week, submitted by beautiful, oh, oh so handsome, listener Shane. Shane, thank you very much. And uh, I would like to preface this new story by saying, please lock your doors, please close your windows, please make sure those deadbolts are in place, make sure that security mesh tightly fixed, because we have some dildo thieves in our midst. I know, 6.34 on a Sunday, you know, I've got work tomorrow, you've got work tomorrow, you know, we've all got stuff to do, Okay. And I'm out here talking about dildo thieves. Anyway, these aren't these aren't your typical peck of pickpockets, okay? This isn't your usual bag of member muggers, okay? I know what you're thinking, cock kleptos, and I get it. But these penis prowlers, they're of a different breed. These schlong swindlers are really different to the the run-of-the-mill manhood bandits that you used to. You know, this is an organized Ocean's Eleven style premeditated trio of tool takers. Yes, I'm done now. That's all that I could think of. Um, the title of this news article, be on the lookout for these three ladies who were so horny that they stole $600 worth of dildos. That's a little presumptuous. Just because these ladies are randy for thievery does not mean that they were randy while thieving. Thank you very much. Police are hunting three glamorous women over a sex toy heist that saw the thieves hide high-end vibrators inside their clothes and flee an adult superstore. The women were captured on CCTV entering the sex toy shop in Perth on Sunday, and two are accused of stealing $600 worth of -of top-of-the-range vibrators. One woman wearing high-waisted lace trousers and a crop top reportedly removed the packaging from four best-selling vibrators and left the store with the sex toys hidden in her clothing. Gary Smith, who owns The Libido, that's the name of the sex shop, great name. Is it a great name? I don't know, you decide. Revealed that one of the alleged thieves shoplifted the Come Hither Rabbit sex toy, which was valued at $271. Good God. Speaking to the Daily Mail, he said, it's just a constant issue for us. We have a lot of issues because we are one of the few retailers on the street. We're open during nighttime to capture that passing trade. Passing trade, Gary. Passing trade. Oh, time to get me a copy of the Sunday Mail and a packet of Long Beach Mentho. Oh, what do we have here? Well, I'm here, you're here, I'll just nip in. I'll just, here's what I'll do. I'm just going to nip in just for a minute, just to peruse the sales rack. Maybe maybe pick up a, a bargain per chance. A passing trade? This isn't... A Coles checkout aisle. Oh, I just came. I just came to get some bread and milk. Oh, yes, I will pick up a packet of Two Five Gum. That is, man, this is just so like me. I go out for one thing, and I come home with the backdoor bandit. Come here, the prostate stimulator, six thousand with programmable LED lighting. Classic me. 
passing trade? Is anyone out on he's and he's saying nighttime passing trade? What are, what are those people up to, Gary? You should be more concerned. How I often wonder, like some businesses are open at really bizarre hours, and I always just think, like who 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 and who and what and why is this for? Who is your who is your market on a Sunday night? At a sex toy shop, what? What's the what's the passing trade? What are people out What are people out doing that then they think I'm just gonna nip into this sex toy shop? I'm just gonna nip into libido, rustle me up some fuck festivities. Smith claimed he loses about twenty five hundred in goods to theft every six months, and is now offering a fifty dollar voucher to anyone who can identify the women. That's a bit of it. I'm gonna level with you these. These women stole six hundred dollars worth of product. You're offering a fifty dollar voucher. Um, you're offering a voucher. Okay. Identify these women and pick yourself up fifty dollars worth of Perth's finest fuck gear. Short on cash this month, but still DTF as ever. Well, identify these ladies and get yourself a fifty dollar voucher immediately. The store owner accused one of the women of sneakily unboxing a vibrator while staff were occupied with other customers after she had initially entered the store alone. She then allegedly left the store with the pricey product before quickly returning with a friend to steal more erotic items. Further CCTV footage is said to show the pair swipe three other vibrators priced between $90 and $150 and unpack them in the dressing room before hiding them in their clothing. I, it's been a minute since I've been into a fuck shop, but dressing room? What do you mean? There's dressing rooms in sex stores now? Is that naive of me to not know that? To be fair, the last one I went into was to buy a joke gift for, like a group of us were buying a joke gift for a mate of ours. We were buying him a big dick. Classic. And I don't remember seeing a dressing room in that one what would there be a dressing room for is that like a fuck shop selling like lingerie or is it like do these crotchless leather chaps fit in all the right places before i'm purchasing them because i refuse to wear a pair of crotchless pants that i can't slang my shit around in it's got to that's got to cut me in all the right places does this does this fuck harness fit me or does it not? Where is the changing room at the back? Thank you very much. Make sure that you you check to see the clothes before they go in. I don't want them taking in two fuck harnesses, wearing one under their clothes, and then only coming back out with one. We've all played that game at the sex shop with our fuck harnesses. Don't act like you haven't. Last year, thief stole seventy-eight thousand eight hundred dollars in the world's biggest sex toy heist at an erotic fair in Berlin. What? At an erotic fair? So presumably, someone just like fucked off with a delivery truck filled with seventy-eight grand worth of shit. Because like no one's like what? What kind of Mission Impossible cut a hole in the ceiling into a warehouse filled with? dildos and fuck accoutrement does that like is that happening someone had that had to be a delivery van and someone was like oh i'm just gonna take this and then they did and they're like "Ooh, what have i got ah fuck 900 pairs of arseless chaps again one lady stole a dildo then got her friends and came back to steal more dildos (laughs) what an opportunistic thief that is 
Well, I'm just going to see if I can take this out of the box. Okay, pop that onto my shirt. Walked out the front. Oh, I made it. No one even noticed. Well, hey, Shelly, what are you up to? Nothing. Great. Get in the gets and get down here now. Wear your baggy pants. I see $600 worth of dicks that's got our names written on it. That's opportunistic thievery right there. I don't know how I feel about that. Let's get in the mind. I often forget what this show is about. (laughs) Hey, it's only episode seven, so cut me some slack. Is this premeditated or is this totally you see an opportunity and you seize it? Because what are you doing with $600 worth of dildos? Like, are you keeping them all for yourself? Because you can't... They took them out of the packaging. They're not going to go home and sell them on Gumtree. If if you're buying dildos out of a package on Gumtree... Scratch that. If you're buying dildos on Gumtree, you've fucked up somewhere because you can't trust that 100% can never trust it oh my god this has definitely been used before and now it's in my butt there's some shit that you that you buy brand new fuck toys is one of them so I don't really understand like maybe they just they love to steal and they saw a really great opportunity and she's got another friend who also loves to steal And that's what their friendship is based on, stealing together. Everyone's got that, like, everyone has, like, those friendships that are just born out of, like, a singular thing. Like, you've got a friend who, like, oh, I, you know, we play X game together. And, and, like, that's how we met or whatever, or that's how we know each other. Or, like, that's our thing. And, and, like, out of that, you're like, oh, you know, it's, like, a bit hard to, like, talk about stuff with this person. You know what I mean? That's a klepto friend. And they just saw a really great opportunity. PSA. Stop buying your fuck stuff off Gumtree, all right? So that's how our, uh, our first contestant, a trio of tool takers. This next story we've got here, police are hunting a woman who allegedly assaulted a McDonald's employee in a fight over ketchup. An incensed customer unleashed a flurry of punches and chokes. <laughs> a flurry of chokes? What is a flurry of chokes? Prepare yourself, Mary. I'm about to unleash a flurry of chokes. An incensed customer unleashed a flurry of punches and chokes on the manager of a restaurant in Santa Ana, California, after her request for extra sachets of ketchup was allegedly denied. Storming behind the counter, the woman, who is still to be identified, grabs the worker by the throat and pushes her around the service area before delivering a series of vicious blows to her head and body. As the trio continue to struggle for several moments, eventually a man, believed to be with the suspect, enters the store and leaves with the woman. Police said they hope to locate the man, but clarify that he is not in trouble. We're actually grateful for the service he provided. He stopped the assault, said Corporal Anthony Bertagna. Bertagna? She's the one who committed the crime. There's no reason to physically assault someone because you didn't get enough ketchup. Police are asking anyone with information to contact them or Orange County Crime Stoppers. We've all been there. We've all been there and thought, you know what? Not enough salt on this. You know this? A little dry. This burg, this burg needs more saucing. We've all thought it. And you, and, and you, oh, 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 you've come in to, to a fine establishment. You've chosen this establishment over every other place that you can go to and you come in. Place my order. I get it. Ooh, this burg, a little bit dry. Don't really appreciate that. I definitely paid good money for this, okay? And I did choose you over going to other places. Now, 
Let's remedy this situation. Let's get some more ketchup on this burg. Absolutely not. Denied. If this is the case, if this is the case, you're putting up, you're putting up dry burgs and expecting to not get punched in the face for denying someone a, a, a method through which to source up that dry burg? Ooh, you're going to deny some ketchup on a dry burg? You're lucky that you only got a flurry of chokes. People get buck wild about their food. People love a good burg. People go crazy for burgs. New burger places open up. Shit's fucking goes crazy. Goes crazy. They smoke their bacon. They smoke the meat as well. Ooh. Ooh. Delicious. Then what happens? Ah, uh, Too many people waiting. A lot of money left on the table here. I don't know what we do. What takes too much time? Smoking the bacon. What takes too much time? Smoking the meat. Why don't we fucking skip that step? Well, let's ratchet it down a bit. Let's not smoke it so much and let's just pump out more burgs. While we do that, we're going to open up some, uh, some, a couple other places off the back of the, the hype of the, those great burgs. Those first round great burgs. We're going to open up another couple of, couple of spots. We're also going to use the same method. We're going to cut down on the smoking and we're going to dish out shitty burgs. And then because the lines are so long there, but the food is great or whatever, you stop going there for like six months and then you go back and there's no one there. And you go, you're like, must have come at a great time. And then you order yourself a burg. Tastes like a piece of shit. I see what you did. Where's the, where's the, where's the smoke? Where's the flavor? You've, pissed in my face and taken my $20 and I will maybe back here. Is this hypothetical or am I talking about a real place? Absolutely talking about a real place. See what I mean? It's 6.52 on a Sunday and I'm in my, I'm in my home. I'm nowhere near a Berg and I'm getting revved on Bergs right now. So you serve someone a dry Berg and then deny them sauce. Oh, you about to get what's coming. I mean, obviously don't hit people. You know what I mean? Like, don't hit people. Don't cause a scene. You know, people who work in the service industry, they've got it tough. Everyone just try and... Okay, here's what needs to happen. The people working in the service industry need to understand that people will... People will not stand for a dry burg. Okay, I feel the blood levels rising in me right now, even saying the words dry burg. Okay. They need to understand that a dry burg is not okay. But at the same time, you receive a dry burg. You need to understand that working in the service industry, you deal with a lot of dickheads and a lot of shitty fucking fuckers. I was at, okay, we're going to move on from this in a second. But <laughs> I was at a, uh, a spec savers one day. You know, the eyes not doing as great as they used to be. Used to be 2020. See shit from a mile away. Now it's probably like 15, 8. Shit ain't doing that hot. <laughs> so anyway, I'm at a spec savers. And uh, I've already done the test. Like I'm going there to pick up uh, the, the frames or whatever. They're about to restore these peepers back to their prime. I'm about to see shit from a distance that I've, I haven't seen in years. This lady in front of me is going off her fucking tree at the woman behind the counter like in a way that that could not be justified you know what i mean like i couldn't think of something that this woman would have done to her to warrant this fucking barrage this verbal assault 
and it got personal. It got personal for a for a hot for a hot second there. She was saying some brutal shit that was cutting deep. She ends up leaving the store. That woman, and I'm next in line. <sighs> and I try I try and defuse this shitty situation that's just happened. You know, and I say, oh man. Some people, right? Like, that was helpful to anyone. Right when I say that, the woman at Specsavers who just received the the brutal assault starts bawling her eyes out. And I'm like, oh, well, my, my little, my little attempt to smooth over, smooth over that sitch didn't play out, huh? So then someone else served me and you know, I got my vision back. Anyway, um, <laughs> stop attacking people for doing their job, but at the same time, moisten up those bergs. Third story here, Cheryl Wenzel of Saskatoon, Canada, will have her dead husband skinned so she can hang his tattoos on the wall. He wanted his children and grandchildren to admire the artwork for years after he had gone. Cheryl told the Globe and Mail, I thought, that's different, but yeah, that's cool. <laughs> That's her response. Her husband says, "Hey, hey, when I'm when I peace out of this place, I want you to skin me and hang me. I want you to skin this bod and hang it in a hang it in a communal place in the house so that the children can admire this art, this flesh art forever." And and she just was like, "That's different, but that's cool. I like actually, I like people like that. Just chill as fuck." Nothing rattling, Cheryl. I don't care what it takes. I'm going to get it done for him. Fuck yeah, Cheryl. Fuck. He comes at her with like a, a, a crazy ask. And she's like, all right. That's weird, but that's cool as shit. I'll fucking do anything to make that happen. You can hang a picture on a wall. A tattoo is something that has been done for hundreds of years. It's just preserving it. His devoted wife discovered a family business in the U.S. that specializes in preserving tattoos of the dead. Kyle Sherwood, who runs the company with his dad, told CTV Saskatoon tattoos, you know, tell a story about a person. A lot of, a lot of great, articulate people were interviewed for this piece. Hey, tell us about your business. You know, you're, you preserve people, cut off their skin and you preserve them. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, tattoos, you know. Tell a story about a person. Okay, thanks, Kyle. <laughs> and for someone to get something tattooed on them that they're displaying for life, you know, means something to them. <laughs> Kyle, you good? Are you okay? Are you good, Kyle? You wouldn't burn or bury a Picasso, and that's what some of these pieces are. Okay, I'll fuck with that. Save my ink forever. We'll spend around three months working Chris's body which involves a complicated and surgical process. According to Kyle, this is the largest tattoo preservation ever to be done in North America. Chris owned and tattooed at Electric Playground Tattoo and did his first tattoo when he was just seven years old after his aunt let him loose on her skin. He was respected for his art throughout the city. Let's be, let's be honest. Is it weird? Yeah, it's a bit out of the usual, I guess. Is it going to take home being the weirdest thing on this list? Absolutely not. Because it's kind of fucking rad. And Cheryl's out here just taking it in her stride. She's like, that's fucking weird as shit, but it's cool. And you want it? I'll do anything to get that done. 
Fuck yeah, Cheryl. Again, two things I've gotten really worked up about on this episode. Chill people will, who will do anything for those that they love and dry bergs. Oh, sorry. I just felt my just felt my, bl- my, my blood levels rise when I said that. When I said those two words. And obviously, well, not obviously, the person who punched someone in the in the fucking face because they didn't get they didn't get the the ketchup that they wanted. I'm trying to avoid the the words dry burgs. Punching someone in the face for not Punching someone in the face for giving you a dry burg is something you shouldn't do. Oh sorry that was really hard to get through. Cause you want to okay. You want to hit them? All right, okay. So they, it's the dildo thieves are going to be, for me, for me, the whole situation about the dildo thieves is confusing and the weirdest, the weirdest possible one because you can't resell it. Like, what What are you doing? Are you taking it home and you're customizing it? Are you upselling it? Are you, what are they, what are they called? Upcycling it? Are you upcycling it for your Etsy store? Is that what's happening? Are you do you are you customizing dildos? Is that what you do? You know how some people buy like Nikes, like Air Jordans or something, or whatever the fuck, and then they customize them, they paint them, and they resell them. You know how people do that stuff? Maybe it's like that. Are they customizing dildos? Everything about this is weird. The fact that this store <laughs> thinks that this store is even open late on a Sunday or at nighttime because it's because it's just it's a it's a passing purchase obviously ah the fuck store's open ah I'll nip in pick something up grab something why not grab some flowers for the wife on the way home absolutely not grab her a butt plug absolutely what so that's that's going to hats on hats on for the pecker patrol these three ladies who are out here Stealing up a storm because everything about that is weird. I have so many questions about that sitch, but we are running out of time. So obviously, there are winner. Our winners taken home first, second, and third. These three women out here for some reason stealing like really expensive dildos. Why? If you have a theory on why they would be stealing these things. Please, for the love of God, go to the Facebook or the Twitter at Slopfest Podcast on both, and f- and give me your theory because I I have my theory is upcycling for Etsy store, customizing for maybe their own like Shopify online store, maybe like a like a Goop style sitch. You know what I mean? Goop is there's some actress who owns a store and they sell like wacky wackadoo stuff. Um, so maybe they're customizing dildos or they're just crazy kleptos who were, you know, saw an opportunity, saw, saw a vulnerability, saw a glitch in the dick matrix and said, I'm going to take this shit. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe it's like, did you ever see The Strangers, that 2008 horror movie where the whole reason they said to them, like, why are you doing this to us? These three people, if you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor, go see it. Um basically it's about these two people alone at a house that they get terrorized by these three masked t- killers i don't want to say anything else to ruin it for you but just go watch it it's got dennis in it from always sunny in philadelphia aka the greatest show on television 
uh, one of the greatest shows on television. Nirvana then the show was up there with it as one of the greatest shows. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting off track. Okay. In that film, they asked them, why are you doing this to us? And very terrifyingly, her the one of the killers, the girl, her response was, because you were home. So they're literally t- killing these people just because they can. And maybe that's what these penis thieves, maybe it's the same thing for them. You know, why did, why did you steal $600 worth of dildos? Because I could. Honorable mentions this week, 35-year-old Akiko Kondo married Hatsune Miku. Uh, for those who don't know who that is, uh, Hatsune Miku is a virtual reality hologram singer. Just give it a Google. She's huge, huge in Japan. Uh, Instagram model pretends to be black and insists she's done nothing wrong. Professional dart players fart to throw each other off their game. You know, again, it's all very highbrow, very informative stuff on this podcast. Um, Taking us out for the honorable mentions on this week's episode, we've got some Craigslist. Craigslist, Newcastle. We used to meet in Singleton. Hi, I'm looking for the bloke that used to meet up with me in Singleton. I'd love to catch up tonight if you're keen. Get back to me ASAP if you want to come and hang. C-U-M, you know how they do on this side. Last time I spoke to you, you suggested I swallow my pride and contact you. So I'm ready to swallow dot 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 my pride. Okay. (laughs) Craigslist, Bellingham, Washington. Good friend of mine, Colin, lives in Bellingham, Washington. This one's called Redhead with Pug. Sunset Pond. It's a dog thing. I wish I had said more because I definitely would like to. It's a dog thing? If you're aware of it's a dog thing, please also let me know because I am confused and also terrified and perplexed. Craigslist, Bellingham, Washington. Melissa, Belissa. It's 11.11 today. I wanted to say thank you for the time we had. Although short, it burned intensely like a California wildfire. I wanted to say thank you for giving me hope that one day I will feel that connection again. I wanted to say thank you for laughing, loving, and touching me so much. I know your reasons why you won't connect with me anymore. However, I want to see your face again. I had a dream about you, and it was wonderful only to wake up alone next to a rose quartz. I hope to see you randomly on a plane sometime in the future. P.S. I'm eating a donut right now. What? What to all of those things? I had a dream about you and it, and it was wonderful only to wake up next to a rose quartz. I hope to see you randomly on a plane sometime in the future. P.S. I'm eating a donut right now. Get at me. <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode. Head over to slopfestpod.com to get more in-depth show notes, images, and artwork for this and previous episodes. Slap a follow on the Facebook and Twitter to be notified when new episodes go live. And while you're there, hey, let's have a chat. Are you there right now? Why aren't we chatting? <laughs> That's weirdly, what an aggressive, what a very aggressive and overt sales pitch that is. Is that a sales pitch? I don't know. Um, re- like really, the conversation continues. The conversation continues on the socials. I, I want to know. I want to know who you thought should have been the winner in this episode. Do do you agree with my choice? Do you disagree with my choice? I'd love to know. Maybe you've got maybe you've got a different reasoning behind it. You've got some different thoughts and opinions of your own. I genuinely want to know what they are. 
this ain't this ain't about me up here soapboxing, saying some shit at you. This is about a bloody conversation, mate. Jump in. Let's have a chat. I reply to all DMs, emails, messages, uh, comments. So jump over. Let's 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 chat about it. What are your thoughts on dry bergs? I'm okay. That's. I'm gonna have to leave now. I've put myself into a mad rage. P.S. I'm eating a donut right now. I'll see you next week. Yeah.